the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They'll never take me alive. By now, I think you know that the governor of Pennsylvania, that is, uh, Tom Wolf, has put the state on lockdown. No schools, uh, no restaurants or bars open, only uh, takeout. No gatherings with more than 50 people. That number could uh, drop soon. And that's for at least two weeks. And President Trump has said that we could be dealing with this one uh, in this in one form or another for eight weeks. He actually even threw out uh, August as a possibility a little while ago. The item that I find a little disturbing is out in San Francisco, where they're talking about keeping people of a certain age from leaving the house. Um, I would be included in that certain age. Uh, I guess I'm too old. But So what happens... If that becomes the rule here in Pennsylvania, do I have to stay home? Uh, what if I don't? Will I have to hide in the shadows on my way to pick up food from the restaurant that I'm not allowed to go into? And what happens if I'm caught? Do I go to jail? And if I go to jail, can I have visitors? Because I might die if someone visits me and has the virus. I know if they try to make me stay inside, it'll be for my own good. But here's the problem. I also know from experience, that when the government tries to do something for my own good, it usually makes things worse. Uh, I don't know if that's the case on this big one here. This is a big one going on right now. But I still move pretty well for a guy my age, and I will not go without a fight if they try to drag me off. Then there's San Francisco. Uh, This story about San Francisco is just mind-boggling. Now, we've talked a lot here about San Francisco and the fact that, uh, you know, poop People poop on the streets on a regular basis, not just a few, but they have literally thousands of homeless people out there, many of whom uh, don't uh, feel a need to use a toilet. Uh, and that's that's on their streets, okay? And it has been for a long time, and it's been a, the, the, the city is a laughingstock for everybody outside of San Francisco. The liberals who live there and the liberals who run it apologize for it, and in many cases are actually proud of the way they... Um, Accommodate. I was going to say treat, but the way they accommodate the homeless. So they're talking about now a shelter in place. That would be six counties expected to announce a program of shelter in place. That means wherever you are, you stay there. You don't go out for anything. I'll tell you what you are allowed to go out for, but almost nothing is uh, permissible. So... Uh, now, of course, as I said, they have thousands and thousands of homeless people out there. And guess what they're going to have uh, for the homeless? How about an exemption from the shelter in place? They don't have to worry about it. So, um, you know, they call them uh, temporary communities where these people are wrapping themselves up in aluminum foil or living in a cardboard box or in a tent. And that's a temporary community. And they will be exempt from the order. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle. The directive begins at 12.01 a.m. Tuesday and involves San Francisco, Santa Clara, San Mateo, Marin, Contra Costa, and Alameda counties. A combined population of more than 6.7 million. Now, we think we have a lot of people around here. What do we got here? Two and a half, maybe? 6.7 million, more than twice what we have here. That was uh, reported in the Chronicle today. It is to stay in place until at least April 7th. Three other Bay Area counties, Sonoma, Solano, and Napa, were not immediately included. So this is what we're dealing with here. Uh, I mean, is this coming here next? This is a lockdown. The order, it says here, is not technically a quote-unquote lockdown, But it does allow for police, this is according to the Chronicle, but it does allow for police and sheriff's departments officials 
to, quote-unquote, ensure compliance. You ready for that? Uh, It says here that the scientific evidence shows that at this stage of the uh, coronavirus emergency, it is essential to slow virus transmission as much as possible to protect the most vulnerable and to protect and to prevent the health care system from being overwhelmed. Now, uh, this is uh, th- this is just the beginning of it, because the order covers a lot of issues and it prevents gatherings. Are you ready for this? "Quote unquote" of any size. So I don't know what constitutes a gathering. Two people and one other person would be gathering. That would be three. Um, that would permit that would prohibit individuals from leaving their homes except to seek emergency medical care, purchase necessary supplies and food, or provide friends and family with quote-unquote necessary assistance. Now, here's something here. Are you ready for this? Now, just just try to imagine this happening here, because this is not what they think is going to happen in San Francisco. It's about to happen, and they've, they've called for it already. People are allowed to go for walks. Thank you. You're allowed to go for a walk. So if you are confined to your home, that doesn't include going out and walking around the block, I guess. The only problem with that is if you do go for a walk, are you ready? You cannot come within six feet of any other people. So if you're if, so if you are walking on now, does any other people include your wife if you're walking with your wife? <coughs> Your spouse, I mean, does that include, that's another, that's other people. You cannot go to work unless, uh, you can't work unless you're working from home, unless you provide, quote unquote, an essential service. So they're in San Francisco, and not just San Francisco, uh, six or whatever it was, counties, 6.7 million people will be allowed to go for walks. But if you go for a walk and you pass somebody Somebody coming your in your direction on the sidewalk, you better be six feet away from them. And there is one caveat here, according to the Chronicle, and this is a quote. People who are homeless are exempt from the order, but encouraged to find shelter. You know, they're encouraged. Aren't they always encouraged to find shelter? Isn't that, that, doesn't that kind of how you become, if you're a homeless person, it's because you don't have shelter? You know, isn't everybody kind of encouraged to find shelter? Uh, San Francisco's homeless, homeless population has, uh, you know, they've already had an issue out there with typhus. They had an outbreak of typhus, and I think I remember that, that was like a medieval uh, disease that, that hasn't been around for a long, long time. And it's caused by, I believe, uh, an over-infestation uh, of rats. And um, so they had that out there. And these are the people who are now in charge of telling you how to stay healthy. They've allowed these homeless people to exist on the street, and if you think that there's something wrong with it, and you think that they should be rounded up and taken away somewhere, either put in a mental institution or charged with vagrancy or something to get them off the street, there's something wrong with you. You are a bad person. Typhus, we're talking about. And then, not long after that, some uh, th- there were th- uh, uh, some human uh, some homeless communities were even suffering from. Are you ready? We've talked about this here. Bubonic plague. So we're dealing with the car- uh, co- coronavirus here now. This is they've already had issues with the bubonic plague in San Francisco. Again, these are the people who allowed the bubonic plague to re- resurface. After being gone, I don't know. I'm, I, I should have looked it up. When was the bubonic plague uh, big? It was you know like I don't know, hundreds of years ago. I don't even remember. I don't even know where. I just I know it's a word that you don't want to have associated with where you live. Bubonic plague. So these are the people who have all the answers for how to keep you healthy during what we're going through right now, the uh, coronavirus. In 2019, San Francisco established a poop patrol. The only job was to clean feces off sidewalks and whose members make 
the peop, the poop patrol. Uh, it says here they make one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. They don't actually make one hundred fifty. It costs one hundred fifty thousand dollars per year to for the for the for the uh, position with the trucks and everything. But it uh, it costs one hundred fifty thousand per poop patrol person. Uh, instead of quarantining the city's home, quarantining uh, the um, city's homeless, San Francisco will reportedly spend. Are you ready? An additional five million dollars to keep areas where homeless individuals congregate clean and sanitized. So, if you go out for a walk, they're gonna—I don't know—are they gonna do arrest you if you're within six feet of the ne- of the next closest person? That's if they're that's if they're nice enough to let you go for a walk. I don't know if if you're as old as I am, if that would even be allowed. They're gonna go to all that trouble, but they're gonna allow the people who are living on the street and pooping on the street to stay there. And then they're gonna spend five million dollars of the taxpayers' money to clean it up while they're still there and let them stay there. Uh and uh the mayor, London Breed, announced uh today that Dozens of workers will be hired to be part of a cleaning crew that will regularly deep clean the shelters, supportive housing buildings, and the SROs. I forget what SROs are, but uh, that's that's a term out there for something re- involving the uh, where they put the homeless. But um, so bubonic plague, typhus. That's okay. Well, it's not okay, but that's been allowed to exist. Uh, as a result of the brilliance of the people in San Francisco who are going to fix this problem we have now with the coronavirus. Does that make a lot of sense to you? Now, Donald uh, Trump, President Trump, came out uh, a little while ago. He's got some other uh, tips, and that includes uh, avoiding social gatherings of more than uh, 10 people. 10 people. Uh, and avoiding discretionary travel, shopping trips, and social visits, and not to visit nursing homes. So that's where we are. San Francisco is, and it's you know, it's what could it could be coming here next? Who knew? Who thought that we'd be dealing with this? We heard about this happening in other places uh, with lockdowns and and quarantines and everything, and here we are. I don't know where I'm going to eat dinner tonight. I'm going to eat at home. That's where I'm going to eat. But I eat out a lot. And uh, I'm, I, I guess I'm not going to be unless I go get takeout. By the way, I went to, I went by the McDonald's in Cannonsburg today, out near where I live in Washington County. Business as usual. That was before the announcement uh, that because um, because the previous announcement had just been about Allegheny County locally, and um, that everything was shut down. But the restaurants out in Washington County were operating for breakfast this morning. Uh, and probably right up until lunch, I think the announcement came at one o'clock or something. But anyway, they're now takeout only. And then another issue that's uh, it, a result of all this: sports. You know, there was a lot of angst and a lot of um, discussion about what, whether the NFL should start its new year. Their year starts Wednesday, actually. Uh, they call it the, the beginning of the NFL year, and that's when free agents can be signed. And and actually, today was the first day that uh, teams could designate uh, players with the franchise tag, which reserves them for at least one year. Um, and that happened to Bud Dupree of the Steelers today, by the way. But um, but they were worried that it was bad optics for the NFL with all this going on to have stories about this guy and that guy signing for. Thirty million, fifty million dollars, um, and that's not a, that's not an exaggeration. That's the kind of money that NFL players sign for these days. They thought it was bad optics because of you know there's suffering and people are out out money, and we don't want to. It's just it's it's not fair to talk about it. Please, if if it's if it's triggering for people to hear the amount of money being given to NFL players today because of what's going on, then it's triggering all the time. They should never talk about how much money they make. Because whenever they, they talk about it, there are going to be lots and lots of people out there struggling uh, from paycheck to paycheck or without a paycheck, and they hear about a football player signing a, a, a contract that guarantees him $40 million. 
If that triggers you, you need to grow up, okay? That's the world. That's the world we live in. And then there's the, there's the baseball. Uh, according to uh, what's out there now, Major League Baseball is going to push back opening day until mid-May at the earliest because the government's recommended restricting events of more than 50 people for the next eight weeks. But Jeff Passan of ESPN says that uh, his over-under on when the Major League Baseball season will begin is the All-Star game. That's mid-July. So that's what we're dealing with. The NHL, don't see how they're going to be able to do it. If they want to have playoffs, they're going to have to start in mid-June at the earliest. And how do you have a Stanley Cup playoff that starts in mid-June and get it done? So that's where we are. When we come back, we're not going to talk about the coronavirus anymore. I'm going to talk about something that uh, Joe Biden talked about last night, which is um, light rail. He thinks that's the big fix. It's not. We'll talk about that when we come back. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have five to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. I am doing all the right things. Drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating keep coming back. Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. We're going to be uh, asking for your help over the next few weeks here. Um, we're going to be asking for your help to raise money for Food for the Poor. We worked with this organization, which is called Food for the Poor, last year to raise money for food and water for people in Haiti. This year it's in Guatemala. How do you feel when your children say, Mommy, I'm hungry, and you don't have food for them? I feel sad because I want to give them food, but I don't have the, the, the way to do that. But we find out the way because they need that. How do you get water? El agua de nosotros. Hay que carriar. They walk for half an hour to go to the water source and they bring them back in buckets or in or in pans on their heads. Do you make one trip for water a day, two trips? Tres Three trips, three per, trips day. per day. So they're spending three hours a day. That was Anitra Parmalee of Food for the Poor and she joins us now. Anitra, we did this last year. Uh, you were involved with Haiti. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with what's going on there uh, over decades, but uh, now it's Guatemala. What are the differences between the two places? Well, even before we talk about the serious conditions in Guatemala, I just want to say thank you. Your donations made differences. When you made a donation to Food for the Poor, 
lives were changed. Families were changed. Families got consistent food. They had access to clean, safe water. And those basics of food and water are so essential. They're ones that we can take for granted for so long. I didn't even consider that somebody could be without water. Right. For us, it's a spigot in your yard. It's the the dishwasher mm-hmm. line. You could literally drink from the ice maker line if you needed to. Right. So I, I didn't understand until I stood in Guatemala and spoke to a mother who said that she walked for four miles. So it was uh, an hour's trip to get water. And then she would look at it and know that it was going to make her children sick, even though she had to give it to them. Talk about a rock and a so hard the choice punch. was sick or death. Truly, truly. Thirst. It's a, a harsh reality, but a reality nonetheless. Your gift is going to change that because you're going to provide families food for a year and access to clean, safe water. And before we go any further, there are two ways that you can give your gift to food for the poor. Call 844-868-4673 or give online at foodforthepoor.com slash Guatemala crisis. I should point out that uh, just a, a, a donation of $80 is uh, food for a year and water for life for one child. We call it water for life mm-hmm. because not only did we learn in basic high school biology that water is essential for life, but also because we're able to take a portion of your gift and to create, to develop a water source in the community. So no longer are mothers getting up like Maria at four o'clock in the morning, taking a bucket to a water source, wondering what's in it, and then carrying that heavy load back only to try and support her entire family on it for a day. So, All the needs of water right. from one bucket from a family of five? No, so, that's so not how happening. how do you change that? I mean, I know the money does it, but what, what, when you get the money, well, how do you turn that into water for this woman that doesn't have to walk? Eight miles round trip. We work with partners on the ground, ministry partners in terms of providing food and water with that sense of family and sense of community, but also partners like um, Water Mission, who's able to, based on the topography, the ge- geography of an area, develop a water source, whether it's filtration, purification, whether it's a well, a piping system. And so in those communities, Tens of thousands of gallons a day. Imagine that contrast. That's the the difference that your money is bridging. These are people who live on a dollar a week or a couple dollars a week. Seriously, earning. I spoke to mothers who work three jobs. This is the lack of food, the lack of water is not a lack of industry. Mm -hmm. It's not a lack of willingness to work hard for their children. It's because there just aren't opportunities. A drought hit there several years ago and families that were barely holding on are are declining rapidly and that's why we've come to you today to just invite you to be a part of that to make a difference to transform the life of a family several families whatever you're able to do to provide them food and access to clean safe water and once again that's uh just eighty dollars will give uh food for a year and water for life for one child 160 is food for a year and water for life for two kids and 320 or $27 per month, that's food for a year and water for life for one family. Also, for a limited time only, if you are a business owner and you want to partner with AM 1250 The Answer to support food for the poor, we'd like to offer you a unique marketing opportunity. If you make a donation of $1,200 to food for the poor, The Answer Pittsburgh will provide your business with 40 60-second commercials that you may use to promote your business. We'll write and produce these commercials at no cost to you. As a business benefactor, you'll enjoy the benefits of marketing your business to the AM 1250 The Answer audience while also supporting the great work being done by Food for the Poor. To become an Answer business benefactor and take advantage of this limited-time offer, please contact General Sales Manager Mike Howard at 412-503-4761. That's 412-503-4761. Note to businesses, your gift is tax-deductible. 
Anitra Parmalee, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So excited to invite you to be a part of this Day of Hope. We're happy to help. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. U.S. stocks finishing sharply lower today, over 12%. Markets were down around the world as huge swaths of the economy came closer to shutting down due to the coronavirus outbreak. The Dow dropped 2,997 points today. The Nasdaq was off 970. The S&P 500 fell 324. Experimental coronavirus vaccine begins testing today. The effort is one of several worldwide hunting for protection against COVID-19. That study run by scientists at the Kaiser Permanente Washington Research Institute in Seattle. Experts say it will be at least a year before any vaccine is ready for widespread use. The White House canceling its annual Easter egg roll over coronavirus concerns. The event in which thousands participated had been scheduled for April 13th. This is SRN News. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record 10 years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Jay Sekula. Jay Sekula. Live. The fact that he won in Minnesota, Massachusetts, and it looks like he's going to hold on in Maine, uh, Jordan is really, really phenomenal. The other thing, uh, Jordan, if there's a candidate who can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, it's probably the former vice president. So, look, if you want to be any of these candidates, you definitely want to be him. He is now the front runner with all the momentum. But, look, he's got to stay out of his own way. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. The Allegheny Institute's research, education, and advocacy have steadfastly worked to defend taxpayers and businesses against the inefficiency and intrusiveness of ever-expanding, burdensome government since 1995. And this year, Greater Pittsburgh's trusted source for sound public policy analysis is celebrating its 25th anniversary. Join the fight today by making your tax-deductible contribution at AlleghenyInstitute.org. That's AlleghenyInstitute.org. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. The yellow man. Service Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. The man, the yellow man, called Service Master. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of liquor chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Licko Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licko Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. Next, oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway North this afternoon, got an accident reported outbound at Cemetery Lane. Watch out for that. 
Parkway East looking heavy inbound. About a five-minute delay getting from Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Outbound slowing Greenfield Bridge overpass to the tunnel. Parkway West not too bad at this point. We got Bigelow Boulevard shut down for some construction between Forbes and Fifth Avenues. That project goes through mid-August. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Plenty of clouds tonight, a shower in some spots late, low 42. A morning shower tomorrow, otherwise mostly cloudy, high 50. Patch of cloudiness tomorrow night, low 33. For Wednesday, it will be milder with increasing cloudiness throughout the day. The high Wednesday, 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, Joe Biden and uh, Bernie Sanders debated last night in the middle of this uh, coronavirus disaster. And both had plenty of time to show how insane they are. I don't know how many people actually watched it, but uh, that it was there. And uh, Joe's supposed to be the sane one. But he let everybody know that he has plenty of crazy ideas, especially on the environment. He's pretty much on board with the Green New Deal. Sterling Burnett is a senior fellow at the Heartland Foundation, and he, Heartland Institute, I should say, and he knows how crazy they both are. Sterling joins us now. Sterling, thanks for being here again. Good to have me on again. So uh, here's what the Joe said about mass transit and light rail. He said, uh, he said, for example, you talked earlier about transportation. I've been pushing really hard for mass transit and for rail. We can take millions of vehicles off the road if we had high-speed rail. I've been a champion of that for the last 25 years. Uh, is that insane? It's crazy because the high-speed rail he's talking about is a cross-country high-speed rail. That doesn't take millions of cars off the road. Most of the people who are going cross-country on trips are, A, relatively wealthy business people, who fly. They're not driving their uh, their Ford F-150 or even their Honda Accord from New York to Los Angeles. And that's what the high-speed rail would be meant to do. It would go through cities where it would have to slow down considerably. The only segments that they have relatively high-speed rail on right now is the Northeast Corridor, uh, where it does function. You know, it's been subsidized greatly, so it should function as long as taxpayers are picking up the bill. Uh, but where they tried to open one in the Northwest, the first time the, the, the train hit the track, it went off the track. And California has been trying for more than a decade to build a high-speed rail system. It sunk billions of dollars into it, needed billions more from the federal and the state government. They finally scrapped it, and they said, we're going to have this one segment. The funny thing is the segment, rather than going from San Francisco to Los Angeles or to San Diego, you know, as the original plans were, they've got two cities in the middle of the state, two towns that are going to have high-speed rail between them, taking people taking people from one small town to another on very expensive ten billion dollar high-speed rail. Brilliant. Yeah, and uh, I, I can see where uh, I, I'm guessing you can make a case for it uh, for having a subway system. This isn't high-speed rail, but a subway system. Uh, that that is in New York because there are just so many people there. You 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 couldn't have that many if all those people drove into the city. You, nobody would move ever. A single a single additional lane of highway uh, uh, moves more people than addition than than light rail. That's the other thing about light rail or high speed rail. Either one, they don't replace traffic. They are in addition to or on lines that already exist. And so basically what you usually get is delays on the lines that exist. Uh, it's, it's really a crazy plan. The truth is, is it going to help? It, it, these are for relatively wealthy commuters. This isn't for the poor. This isn't going to move the poor. And let me ask you this. We now live in the post-coronavirus world. How many, how, how do you think people want to, how many people you want I think want to be on those trains right now. Yeah, sitting so six feet apart from each airlines, other. Right? You know, <laughs> look, if I'm going somewhere, I'm going in my private car. I yeah. ain't hopping on high r- light rail right now. And, and of and course, you talk about go ahead, sorry. Difficulty, you want to talk about difficulty cleaning those things? A plane, one, a single plane can make, make its flights, and then you can clean it between flights. A train, you're in trouble trying to clean a whole train between, uh, you know, 
getting from Boston to New York and back again before it's got to be on the tracks again. Because there's only so many rail, you know, railroad trains that can go high-speed rail. Yeah, and, and um, it, the, 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 the very few people use them, and now they're talking about you're not allowed to be in, seen in public in San Francisco. I just had a story about this <laughs> last segment. You're supposed they're, they're telling you that you, if you're allowed to go for a walk, believe it or not, that's what they're saying. But uh, you're supposed to stay six feet away from the other any other person. So, well, how do you I say six feet away from somebody? All this out there where they're where they're using well, the restroom openly in the street. Well, no, I, I talked about that. They're exempt. Uh, if you want to check that out when, when you're off the air here, check the story out. They, I just talked about it a minute ago. They are going to spend millions of dollars to deep clean is the the term they used the homeless sites and they're going to tell people to stay in their homes but the people who poop on the street uh, they're still going to be uh, allowed to stay where they are so and that, and these are the people uh sterling who are being told or these are the people who are in charge of our health or the people's health yeah. in san francisco they're going to they're going to get them through this uh crisis with the uh, coronavirus coronavirus they're going to get them through it because they've done such a good job out there of letting people poop on the street and uh, typhus and uh, bubonic plague, they've actually... Yeah, California's bringing back diseases. Their policies are bringing back diseases that are 19th, 18th, 17th century and earlier diseases that we haven't seen, that we largely wiped out through public health initiatives, like right. getting people off the street, like yep. public and, and private sanitation which they are just undermining and destroying, and then they're blaming <laughs> Washington, D.C. and President Trump for their policies. Yeah, and, and well, I was ta- we were talking about um, Joe Biden in the debate last night, and I, I don't know why that jumped out at me. He, he said it the way he said it. I, I didn't watch the debate. I can't watch them for that long at one period of time, but I always catch the highlights, and I, I, uh, I saw him talking about this, and he was just so proud and so, um, uh, just so convincing in his own mind, anyway, that this idea for uh, light rail and mass transit is just the way to go. And if they'd have only listened to him for the last twenty-five years, but aren't they laying tracks down now that are going to be uh, in many cities that are going to be uh, grown over with weeds before, maybe before I die? I don't know how old you are, but. They're, as far as I know, they're not laying down any any, any high speed rail tracks. It's it, the, the corridors are so expensive to construct because you know you have it has to be for high speed rail. You know, real speed rail, not not your your normal Amtrak train. Yeah, you got to have specialty cars. You got to have specialty tracks. It's got to be done in a particular way. You've got to have the angles right on bridges. That's what happened in the Northwest. They, you know, it's like. The, the so-called high-speed rail that was going less than half its high speed still took the corner too fast, and off it goes, the track. You know, it, it's it's crazy. These things will not will not get built probably in my lifetime. And more importantly, they won't serve much if they are ever built. They just... Um, people are not going to hop in a train, at least most people. I won't say nobody. I like trains myself. Yeah. But people, most people aren't going to hop in a train when they can, you know, locally they drive. And if they're going across the country, they're going to get in a jet. It's not going to be cheaper. Taxpayers are going to be subsidizing everything. Yes, yeah, so Stephen Moore at uh, Real Clear Politics has a piece. And um, he says that, uh, and I don't know, he did the math. I'll trust him on it. He says traffic congestion is now nearly a $100 billion annual tax on the economy. In cities such as Boston, Chicago, and Los Angeles, drivers lose the equivalent of three to four weeks a year sitting in traffic. Uh, it says the average driver lost $1,348 by sitting in traffic. And his point is that the money that the $100 billion, uh, the tax that is on the economy, plus the, the billions of dollars of tax money that is going into these systems, could be used to, as you say, build uh, build one more lane, yeah. make a make, make a better road. Traffic, there's a new more people. Look, you think about the cities that he mentioned. Chicago, it's got a rail system. Mm-hmm. New yeah. York, Boston, they got rail systems. 
So how they've already got rail systems. How is another hundred billion dollars going to make? They, they've got the traffic problems with the rail systems. It's crazy. And they the have, rail system did not alleviate the traffic problem. Yeah, and one in 20 people use it. So I, I, I would wager even less than that, or at least regularly. You may have one in 20 uh, people using it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I would wager it wasn't even in regular use for them. And the only corridor so far that they've built where it makes any kind of sense is basically Boston to New York. Yeah, uh, so it goes. You know, it's quick. It, it, it could go down to, uh, you, you know, you go down to Washington D.C. You got a lot of people like like Biden. Let's let's be honest. Biden takes the rail. He's done it for years, commuting to D.C. Um, so, in really high high traffic corridors, but from Boston to Dallas, that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Well, could it work from, without uh, the subsidies from Kansas, from Kansas City to? Uh, Seattle, that doesn't make a lot of sense for a rail line, for a high-speed rail line. You know, so you're going to be taking a high-speed rail from a major, you know, it's not going to be, they're not, you're not going to have a hundred high-speed rail systems. You're going to have a high-speed rail system. Uh, in fact, he compared it to the Transcontinental Railroad, right? So he compared it to that. Well, that was one rail line. Okay, so let's say it goes from New York to Los Angeles. You miss a lot of cities in between there. So yeah. tell me how you're improving traffic there. Right, and, and and within the cities, uh, we have a situation here in Pittsburgh, and I I I, I it, it was I don't know how many years ago it was they they built they uh, extended the subway that went into downtown uh, under the river, um, and that it went under the Allegheny River across uh, to the North Shore, which is where the stadiums are, and it took forever, and it cost a zillion dollars. And I don't know, I've, you know, nobody ever does a study after the fact to see how much it's costing for each person that's moved from downtown under the river across to the North Shore. And that you could actually pay their cab fare for 50 years, each person who's taken it and what it costs to, to put it in. Well, you know, what they, did, what they did in Boston, Boston had a real traffic problem. And they said, we're going to build a tunnel. So they built the tunnel. It's called the Big Dig. Oh, yeah. They built the tunnel. At first, it was leaking. Well, that's not a good thing because you're building this tunnel under the uh, uh, Boston Harbor. That's not what you want is to get in the, you know, to drive into the tunnel the first day and all of a sudden you've got water pouring in on top of your uh, roof. Don't know if you're going to get out the other side. But so they fixed that, but they, you know, spent a lot of money. And then what did they do? Did, did they, did they alleviate traffic? No. They, they, it's worse than ever because what they did was they built the tunnel and then they closed the roads that were above it. Rather than supplementing the transit that they already had, moving traffic, and adding lanes through the tunnel, an, an alternative, they closed the tra- the throughways that were normal that had been in previous use. It's crazy. You don't you don't make it sort of a net even. You add lanes of traffic. You don't add and subtract if you want to solve congestion. Now, if you don't want to solve congestion, if, if what you want is people complaining constantly and arguing for bigger government to solve the problem, well, you know, maybe that's what you do. Well, the government is also helping to solve the problem by making it tougher for Uber and Lyft drivers to exist, uh, which didn't exist, you know, when Joe started thinking about uh, how much he loved uh, mass transit. There was no Uber and there was no Lyft, and they're doing whatever they can, especially out in California, to eliminate that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, in California, they were they saw Uber and Lyft as alternatives uh, that would reduce air pollution. Instead, they found out that Uber and Lyft contribute net to air pollution because they spend so much of their time driving without people. And so now they're proposing setting up <laughs> hubs where Uber drivers, where Uber drivers have to pick up, um, you know, a centralized site where you have to go to be picked up yeah. and centralized sites to be dropped off rather than going door to door, which is the convenience of those uh, transit sources. Right. No, no, no. Now you're going to have to walk a few blocks to find that centralized site, and you might be dropped off a few blocks from where you want to go, which is very convenient, of course, if it's raining. And that's the end so, of the that's the end of Uber and Lyft when that is enforced. Yeah, that's right. This, this, that's and the government will have succeeded in destroying something that organically came into being uh, because it worked uh, 
and government is going to fix it and make it so it doesn't work anymore. Before I let you go, Sterling, um, uh, Joe, of course, also said that uh, there won't be any more new fracking, whatever that means, and uh, no more coal, uh, no more coal plants. So he's yeah. still on that. And and uh, how does it, how does somebody like that get elected in Pennsylvania or get get votes in Pennsylvania? Well, I, I honestly can't answer that question. I don't know what these people think. They think there's enough radical environmentalists out there to overcome the loss of the of, of the core, you know, the the moderate voter that has in the past voted for their party until Trump, or you know, during Reagan they were voting for Reagan, but between then they were voting for the Democrats, and and so you've got these swing voters who are now faced with: Do I want energy shortages and higher prices? Uh, and socialism, because that's what this is. When the government gets to decide whether you can do any more fracking, because initially, Joe, it, this could be one of his stumbles. You know, he's known for making a few gaffes. Uh, this could be one of his stumbles, but initially he said no more fracking on public land. But then he said no more fracking, period. Yeah. And he seemed to indicate that the fracking that was already going on would have to halt because we got to stop using fossil fuels or the Earth's in, in, in eight years which is a crazy statement. But that's what Ian Bernie seemed to believe. Yep. Uh, i got to go. I'm out of time. But, uh, Sterling, always good to have you on. And uh, just to throw in there at the end, uh, Joe also proposed building 500,000 charging stations for electric cars in the new green economy. So Uh, that'll work out. Hey, it's only money when it's not yours you're spending. That's right. That's kind of the way it works with those guys. Hey, Sterling, always good to have you on. Thank you. Take care. All right. That's Sterling Burnett of the Heartland Institute. We'll be right back. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorkehe inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Register today at sebgorka.com. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit sebgorka.com and click on the Israel banner. That's sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. 
One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. Warning. Listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, I think I'll be back here tomorrow. Um, I mean, as of right now, I'm allowed out of my house, but I'm of, I'm of that age, and uh, I don't know. The word could come down from the governor or the, I don't know, county commissioner, township supervisor. I don't know. Somebody tell me I'm not allowed out of the house. We'll see. But um, I should say that tomorrow, I have, a, I have an interesting guest on tomorrow. There's a lot of talk, has been a lot of talk in the last week or two about all the uh, the uh, the disappointments for the people who were involved in sports, uh, talking about the pro athletes, NFL, or not NFL, but NHL, NBA, and Major League Baseball players all having their seasons wiped out as of right now, at least for a while. And um, and people talking about what a hardship it is and how tough it is for them. And I, I, on Friday, I ran down a list of guys like Bob Feller and um, other uh, Yogi Berra who had their major league baseball careers interrupted for, you know, just a little trip overseas um, for Yogi Berra was to be on the front line going into Normandy on a rocket boat that he volunteered for. But anyway, I have a guy on tomorrow at 530, Ivan Mizell. He's a really good writer, been around for a long time. He wrote a piece several years ago uh, about what happened to uh, a couple of football teams that went to Hawaii uh, for what they thought was going to be a nice bowl trip back in December of 1941, and then Pearl Harbor happened. And what happened to these two teams, and it's a really interesting story. So I'll have him on tomorrow at 5.30. Again, assuming that I'm allowed to be here. Um, I, I'm guessing that I'm going to get out of the house. Put it this way. If they say I can't come out, I'm sneaking in anyway. So I'll see you tomorrow right here at 5 o'clock on ESPN. On ESPN. I'm looking at ESPN here right now. <laughs> AM 12.50, The Answer. See ya. John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.